Welcome to the Tear Out the Tags podcast, where you learn to remove the labels that are holding you back. Let's get started. Hey, Team Embolden, I am going to talk to you today about a pretty serious subject. So if there are kids in the room, I encourage you to pause this or maybe think twice about listening to the episode in front of them. While the language is going to be appropriate, the content in itself and the subject in itself may not be appropriate for younger ears. Today's episode is also going to be geared more for females, but if you are a man listening to this message, I encourage you to listen because I think it's important that you understand what women have to navigate with regards to this subject. Now, a while back towards the beginning of this podcast, I made an episode called Warning Label. I was actually sitting in this exact place in my office and I had a big fuzzy blanket over the top of me that my mother-in-law got me for Christmas. And on that blanket, there is a giant warning label. Now, I mentioned in episode 32 that this warning label was pretty similar to the labels and tags that you would have sewn into the garments of your shirts. So it has the brand, the material, where it's made. And then at the bottom, there is bright orange writing that is telling you to be cautious of something that the warning label is actually meant for. So today we're going to do sort of a part two of the episode warning label. Now, my entire podcast is about removing labels that are handed to you from people, from events, and from circumstances in your life. And in order to do that, I oftentimes teach that you have to stop labeling others as well. Because sometimes the assumptions and the judgments that we make of other people end up causing us to attach labels more easily because we're judging others. So we're feeling the judgment that others are placing on us more than we might otherwise. However, today I want to have a very serious conversation about the fact that sometimes categorizing people, labeling people, tagging people is not only necessary, but can be crucial when it comes to our safety. Now, I was lucky enough through my life to see beauty in things that maybe the world doesn't define as beautiful. So I naturally had this ability to see people in a unique and beautiful way when maybe other people haven't recognized that they're beautiful and that they have this stunning sparkle about the way they move through the world. And yes, men, I'm talking about you as well. But what didn't come naturally for me in my life was the judgments and assumptions that I made about other people that I realized very quickly was going to block me from creating this content that I feel is so valuable for you and for me. So this past year, that has been my main focus, being able to go through life and recognize when I make judgments or assumptions about people and think twice, both internally and externally, before I store that judgment. I can't tell you how many times through this last year that my mind has wanted to prejudge or categorize people. And just upon that second thought and digging deeper and getting to know that person, I've been able to shift my thinking, therefore making it easier to tear out my own tags as I walk down my own journey through life. Now, many of you have heard the stories about how I danced in the NBA for the Phoenix Suns in my younger years. And those younger years were filled with a little bit of naive and a lot of adventure. Now, I was lucky enough to have my mother who instilled a lot of healthy fear in me about putting myself in precarious situations where I could be in danger. So for the most part, I navigated all of the situations that came with being a professional dancer, being a young woman, dressing up, going out on the town, and all of the things you do when you're young. But still, even with that knowledge, there were a few occasions that happened to me in my younger years 
where I found myself in potentially dangerous situations that caused me to really think about how I got myself into the situation and how I was gonna get myself out of the situation without causing more danger. Now, my intention is not to be elusive, but if you're a female listening to this episode, you likely know what I'm talking about. Perhaps you're walking home late at night, perhaps you had one too many drinks at the bar, perhaps you jumped into a taxi and realized that the person driving you home was maybe someone that you didn't feel comfortable with, or a number of other things that we've run into as we've navigated our young years and also making sure that we are not in a position where we could be attacked or victimized in our lives. So I have this thing about Uber and Lyft drivers. And typically when I get the driver's picture, I decide in a split second whether or not it feels good to me. Now, I realize that that's super judgmental. I am literally labeling everything about them, deciding whether or not I feel safe having them pick me up during the nighttime hours and take me somewhere. Now, I should probably have prefaced that. I only do this when it is a late night ride that I need to be taken from point A to point B. Oftentimes, if I arrive late to the airport and need to be transported from the airport to my hotel. Now, here's the thing. Every time you cancel an Uber or a Lyft, you get charged a fee depending on where they are and how long they've been headed towards you. So I consider this to be well worth the fee to decide if someone seems or feels safe or if they don't. But I will tell you over the last several months, I have decided that this is a horrible habit and that I'm essentially prejudging these people based on a little tiny, teeny itty bitty picture that they put on their Uber profile. Which by the way, if you are a male Uber driver, why do you not smile? I will never understand this for the life of me. But nine times out of 10, Uber drivers look terrifying because they're scowling and usually their face is filling that circle so much that it just really isn't a good picture of them. Now, there's not really a particular science to how I wanted to peel off this bad habit of mine. And I call it a bad habit, which I'm actually going to reverse today because I'm going back to this being a good habit. And the reason is sometimes we need to categorize people. Sometimes we need to trust our gut and the labels that pop up for us when we make a decision like this. So there are three situations that I'm going to share with you today to solidify this message and how much I feel like it's important and how much I wish I hadn't been so hard on myself for making these assumptions about other people. Now, the first situation, I got a picture that popped up on my screen that instantly made me uncomfortable. Now, I need you to understand it has nothing to do with skin color, eye color, hair color, complexion, or anything else. It's literally just a gut feeling that I get knowing that I'm riding in an Uber or a Lyft at night and I make a decision based on that gut feeling, period, end of story. So here's the thing. That first picture caused me a gut feeling. I canceled the ride, I reordered the ride, and I got a female driver. That situation made me very comfortable. I jumped in the Uber and we drove into the city where I arrived at my hotel. I didn't honestly give it a whole lot of thought because it went so smoothly for me and I was very comfortable being picked up by a female given that it was almost 11 o'clock at night. Now, the second time I remember doing this, I remember getting the picture and deciding, I don't feel good about this. Then I started talking myself out of it. I decided that it wasn't fair that I was judging this person based on a snapshot of just their photo. Now, I have to tell you, it was one of the best Uber drives that I've ever had. I had such an engaging and awesome conversation with the gentleman who picked me up. 
He was a grandfather and he was warm and engaging and friendly and all of the good things that I look for in an awesome conversation with another human being. And I was so happy that I decided to discard the labels that popped up in my head as I looked at his driver profile and that I got to have value added to my day by this awesome human being. Now, the third version of this story is actually the message that I want to share today. And this is going to be a little bit longer of an episode, and I apologize for that, but I think that it's valuable to have this conversation. Because I had such an amazing drive with the last Uber driver that I discussed, I decided that me tagging these drivers and deciding whether or not I would be safe while I was riding in their car simply wasn't possible by looking at their profile picture that pops up when you get your assigned driver. Now, I just went to Florida for a business retreat and I landed at 9.30 at night. So around 10 o'clock at night, I was ordering my ride and up popped the picture of my driver. And immediately I got that gut feeling. Immediately I did not feel great about the image that popped up. And then I thought to myself, I don't do this. I don't do this. The last time I did this, I had the most amazing conversation with a person who deserves to not be labeled based on a tiny picture. And then I didn't think twice about it again. I just waited for my Uber to arrive. Now the gentleman pulled up, he was super friendly, loaded my bags in the car, and I hopped into a very clean car and off we went. And I thought to myself, this is why you shouldn't label people. I would have no way of knowing who this person is based on that picture, like I said before. Now, I am connection driven, so it's super rare that I hop into an Uber and put headphones in. I'm someone who believes that people deserve to be treated like people, and they deserve to share their stories, and they deserve to be heard. So typically, I will honor and engage in conversation with someone who is taking me from point A to point B if they feel like talking. That particular night, I didn't really feel up for it because I had had a really long travel day that included a delayed flight. But I was happy to nod and acknowledge things that he said, and it really wasn't that big of a deal. He started sharing about his family and where he was from and why he moved there and simple everyday conversational things. Now, he didn't speak great English, so I would have to really pay attention to the things that he was saying in order to really make out the direction that he was taking some of his stories. Now, this interesting thing happened where suddenly I started feeling like he was inserting these weird induendos, these inappropriate pieces of conversation that would sort of flow in and out of him talking about his wife and kids and the travel that he's done and the country that he was from and all of the things that seemed very normal to me. So initially, I started doubting myself, thinking, there's no way he just said that. But I quickly realized that he was indeed saying things that were highly inappropriate, sexually suggestive, and grew more and more aggressive in nature as the ride continued. Now, I know what you're thinking. I know exactly what you're thinking because it's exactly what I would have told you. And that is there are safety features inside both the Uber and the Lyft apps that you can use in order to protect yourself in a situation exactly like this. But I did not use those features. And in fact, I didn't even think about using those features. All I could think about was getting to my hotel and getting the heck out of this Uber driver's car. Now, because I arrived so late, the front office of the condo complex where I had rented a unit was already closed for the night, and I got awesome instructions to check in with the security guard, and he would get me into my room for the evening. As I pulled up in my Uber, I got out of the car. The Uber driver also got out of the car and walked around to get my bag out. As this happened, the security officer, who was a super nice guy, 
walks out and he said, oh, you must be Mrs. Evans. And then he said the words that literally made me panic. He said, you're in room 209. Now, I knew without a shadow of a doubt that the Uber driver heard the same thing that I had heard. Therefore, he knew what room I was in for the night. Now, the resort ended up making it right and making sure that I was safe while staying on their property, and I didn't have to worry about any danger that I could or might be in as I laid my head down on the pillow in my hotel room. And I don't know if that Uber driver had any intention to harm or hurt me, or if he really realized how uncomfortable he was making me with the things he was saying and the things he was insinuating. But what I realized is that sometimes it is crucial that we tag people. It is critical that we label them and that we trust our gut. And it is very important that we categorize people when it comes to our safety. Because as much as I don't want to label someone incorrectly and I don't want to treat them in a way where I am discounting who they are as a person because I'm making assumptions and judgments about them, I also want to be alive and safe so that I can come here and talk to you guys about labels because that's my life's work. And if I'm not paying attention to my own safety and the warning labels and red flags surrounding me, I could have put myself in a dangerous position where I could have changed the narrative of my story. Now, at the beginning of this episode, I said that this was for women, but if you are a man, I want you to pay attention closely. And the reason I said that is I told a couple of good friends at my retreat about this and the men were shocked. And I don't know if men really realize the types of things that women have to navigate and the types of conversations that they have to pay attention to. So if you are a man listening to this today, I want you to just notate this, that the warning labels and red flags that the women in your life might be running into are probably not the same ones that you're running into. I hope you've enjoyed this message today, even though it was very heavy in nature and content, and I will talk to you guys tomorrow.